everybody, it's Jason and Andreas here. It's been a long time. <laughs> We've been slacking. I know. I know. And uh, it's we don't. We're not blaming anyone except ourselves. And anyway, quick recap. Andreas just bought a house. No, no, not just a house. He bought a, a freaking acreage lot. I'm assuming it's a farm, but this guy, this guy's been hunting. You know, a lot, and uh, I guess he decided to buy himself a house. So, what's Andres? Tell us a little bit more about this uh, new purchase, new investment you made. Yeah, man. So I wasn't even looking, uh, actually, um, but we found a one-acre lot off of Mount Lehman. Good area, nice house. The reason that I pulled the trigger on that one is it has a second residence grandfathered into the property, which is amazing because the house is actually a rancher. I've always wanted a rancher or a rancher with a walkout, uh, but to have a separate residence away from your property, not in your basement, to have tenants in the back is a total plus, especially out here because it's very rare that you can find a separate residence grandfathered in. Two houses on a lot on ALR. Okay, okay, difficult. okay, Andres, no need to show off. We get it, we get it. This well, guy, this is, a good one. this is not a sales pitch, all right? It was a good one. Like, <laughs> We get it. You bought it. You don't need to convince us. That's his realtor side coming out. Yeah, man. No, it's a good opportunity. You don't see it very often. I'm excited. Man. And that's, you know what? I, I'm, I'm super proud of you. That's been so cool. Like, you've been always, you've been talking about it for a long time. And yep. then you actually, like, you did it. And that's, that, that's huge on its own. So that's... Man, I appreciate it. Thank like, you. Like, you know, don't stop the hustle and you got to make it happen. So, uh, this audio is actually going to be about... Um, what it takes uh, to start from zero. And what we mean by that is starting from zero, like it's just starting a new hustle, a new business, um, you know. How to generate business if you got nothing. In almost in any, we're going to be quite general. We won't be very specific. We'll try not to be at least. And the, the general process of what it takes to start from literally zero, nothing. Like you just freaking fall on this earth and you start that business. So that's what we're gonna talk about. How about you start, well, Andres? Let's roll. Okay, so a little backstory. Your boy's been hunting. I've been out living my life, having, <laughs> having a good old time. And uh, what happens when you stop hunting for business is business dries up. So I haven't needed it because I've been out in the bush, but now I'm back, bought a property, got to put some more money together, and uh, I got to generate business. So I started from complete scratch again. So today's been filled with over 10 appointments. And uh, we booked over another 10 for the next couple of days throughout the week. and pretty much filled up until... So, so w w before oh, I'll get there. I'll, okay. I'll get there. I'll I'm pretty much there. filled up until <laughs> about Tuesday, Wednesday now from today of work. So what I'm doing is uh, a couple months ago, I actually knew this was going to happen, that I was going to have to go out and hustle and hunting is going to be put to the side. So I went out to the Clearbrook Brewery, got a whole bunch of wine bottles bottled. That way they cost you about six bucks a bottle. You put your own labels on it. And now it's an excuse to call up everybody that you haven't been talking to a little bit, past clients, check in with them, friends, anything like that, acquaintances, network and say, hey, I want to get together for a coffee. I got something to give you. I got something to drop off for you. So that's going to be an easy in because you're not asking for anything. You're just showing up and you're giving. So first things first. So Andres, sorry to cut you off here. Um, you, you said past clients. Now let's, let's pretend you, yeah. you, you'd start actually from zero. Now, the, one of the key things you said, passage friends. And now, just for, just for the listeners out here, um, would you just call up every friend? Would you uh, give out wine bottles to every friend on your list? Or how do you choose, like pick and choose who's the right person to give 
wine bottles. Because when you start off, you have minimal money. You have like okay, so let's let's right? put the it wine, have let's to put be wine, wine bottles. bottles out of it. Okay. So in business, you get paid when you're face to face with people. So the first thing that you need to do is get belly to belly, and that started. Most of my appointments today were coffee. So I mean, six bucks, you're out the door, you're done. Six dollars, you're meeting with people, you're catching up, you're checking on their life, what their goals are, what they're trying to accomplish, what they've been up to, and at the end of it, you say, hey, here's the goals, here's what I'm trying to accomplish over the next six months. Who's the next person on your list? And you have to help them out with this kind of stuff because you say, who do you know? People go, oh, I don't really know anybody. But if you go, who is the next person that's going to be purchasing a home that you know of? And then you start rattling off like people at work, friends, family member, your girlfriend's friends. Like who is it that's about at the right age that's going to need to be looking to get into the market? So you, so you, you find a couple key friends, I'm assuming, and from those key friends, you you ask for the referral, the potential referral, and you contact. Yeah, you have to be super, super intentional about it. For me, it's a little bit easier now because okay, so you got the wine bars, you can do coffee dates, whatever. You can these guys uh, and their mustangs. So you oh, can. Oh, jeez, uh, I know. <laughs> You can just go straight to coffee. I have information guides, buyer guides, seller guides, everything that you need to know to get yourself set up. Even things like, okay, I don't have a down payment. Where do I get a down payment? How do I plan for a down payment? Um, the idea is to be the information guide for people. That way it's not it's not a big commitment. You say, hey, I got something I want to drop off for you. I got a buyer's guide I can drop off for you. It's just a little bit of information. It's an excuse to get belly to belly with somebody and then the conversation can take off. Let's take a step back. So you also said, uh, like knowledge, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you know, give out knowledge. Um, so what Andreas is saying is like, you know, before you even start, or as you start, as you begin the process, learn as much as you can, experience as much as you can, uh, take as much knowledge as you can, and uh, and it'll help you be so much more confident when you're dealing with new potential clients. Because 100%, because you're coming from a place of giving as well. And exactly. And a place of value and a place of you know what the heck you're doing. The next thing that I'm doing as well, today straight up went through all my Facebook and all my Instagram um, and I just started messaging just straight DMs. Hey, remember a little while back we talked about X, Y, and Z. Did you guys ever get into the market? I got a bunch of info I can send you guys. Here's what's happening with the market. Boom, it's just a value dump. You just send out information. I've already had a couple of people are going like, hey, I'm actually going to be moving out. Hey, this is what I'm planning on doing. Hey, Hubby and I have been talking about it. And that's just, you follow up, you drip, you follow up, you drip. You send out stuff. You have an excuse to swing by. Hey, I'm in your area. I want to drop something off. Go drop off a coffee. I know you guys were doing this. People put it off to the side. Let's get you guys hooked in, connected with a broker. Get your pre-approval. That way, it's held for three months. And in my business, you can just go, it's held for three months and you have the information that you need to make a decision or to see what it's going to take for you guys to actually get to the point of purchasing in six months So in your, in your perspective, how many times do you feel that it's necessary to be in front of your client's face to get that deal to get that to build that relationship to to get that that person signing on some documentation or paper to get things going dude in the beginning if you're starting from nothing it's full out shotgun approach so what i told myself is that i have two weeks and i have to do 40 coffees straight up starting from nothing two weeks 40 coffee appointments so all it is, every single day before the day's over, what I'm trying to do is make sure that the next day is filled with coffee appointments so I have no excuse uh, to sleep in, to slack, to do nothing. I wake up, I have shit to do, it's on the schedule. Go, 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 go. And then from those, you just, it's just a filtering process, right? And even the ones that aren't purchasing. Get people aligned with your goals and your vision. People are a lot more likely to help you if you're going, hey, this is what I'm trying to accomplish for the family. Here's what I'm working on. Here's my big goal. Um, I'd love to see 
us somehow working together. And if it's not you, am I somebody that you feel comfortable referring to? Okay, I am. You're, you're on point, like Gary Vee says all the time. And I've heard it like countless times, not just from him, but other many, many other mentors. Give, give, give. Yeah. You don't expect anything in return. Just give as much as you Be can. Be intentional. Like and show up and ask. But exactly. Give first. And in, in, it doesn't mean you have to give coffee. It doesn't you don't have to give wine. You give knowledge. Give free knowledge. You know, give as like sometimes giving is also like helping clients or other people connect with someone who who they need. Like someone yeah. in like sometimes um, oh, for yeah. example like someone needs like I need a plumber. I need an electrician or 100%. I need I need help how to fix this or whatever it is. If you see anyone asking a question, take that opportunity and try to answer in your best, as best as you can, because that's an act of giving. And, yep. you know, because a lot of people don't have money, straight yep. up. I mean, I mean, I'm sure when you and I both started, we couldn't give wine bottles. In fact, give coffee. Like, it's expensive. Yep. I mean, a coffee is two bucks. I get yeah, but it, change, right? if you don't have the money, don't go out for lunch or dinner. There we go. Yeah. Don't go out for breakfast. Meet yeah. in between and do a coffee. Yeah, yeah. My dad always used to say... A one free coffee can go a long you, way. You can spend the equivalent of ten dollars on three, four coffees in a day, or you can spend one hundred and fifty dollars on breakfast, lunch, and dinner dates. So um, <laughs> that must be Cactus Club right there, man. That's some expensive breakfast, lunch, dinner. <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm raising the way that if I'm inviting you out, that I want to pay for it. Right? Yeah, of so, course, so of course. <laughs> I'm making all the appointments, inviting people out. I'm paying for the bill, and if it's one hundred fifty bucks, you got four and a half grand at the end of the hey, month. Hey, should so you, you not? Should you not? When I first started, uh, uh, I used to like you know go for lunch and dinner and whatnot with clients and mm-hmm. uh this is when i had like minimal cash flow so i mean like i'd show up at lunch meetings and whatnot and i'd say you know i'm not hungry i just ate but you know what? Yeah. i'll have a coffee i 100%. was starving i was starving i was poor i was doing the same thing but i could not afford oh, yeah. it now here's the thing i still no I, I okay i went in the t- full attention i was gonna pay for the meal yeah but i, I knew i could afford my meal yeah. i just i didn't need to yeah. so i was starving while watching that guy eat oh, i did that for years but i was drinking coffee and water and i was just trying to tell him oh, i'm so full i'm on a diet i'm on this blah blah, blah. and, yeah. and I, I had no other choice yeah but, it, but you know, took the action on it. You got to do it. You yeah. got to do it. I mean, like you go back home and you're crafting or whatever it is, right? <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do, right? 100%. And I'm thinking back when I leave the uh, the media, I'm like, shit, man, I just bought on a nice lunch and I didn't eat anything. I'm like, man, my life sucks. What am I doing? But you know what? You got to trust the process. You, you truly, oh, good truly got to trust good the process. Point. Okay, guys, the biggest thing is uh, you need to get married to the process, not the results or the outcome. Because people give up too quickly. But you don't understand. You can actually take over an entire marketplace if you, for six months, drop a one or two minute video every single day you're going to be on every single person's news feed you're going to look like the pro the expert in the area done but most people won't go through the effort of doing that consistently they get married with oh i did it 10 times in the last month and i didn't get any good feedback or any leads like piss off you have to do it long term get married to what you're doing the action not the result the results always follow if you're consistent for long enough yeah so if you guys are starting out like you're going to see this on my instagram feed on my facebook feed in the next little bit as well i'm going to be pumping videos last year that made me over six figures just off of facebook and instagram guys it's super possible talk about shit that's relevant talk about stuff that you're struggling with be open be vulnerable share some experiences without naming names of share a story like you don't need to say if you're looking to buy or sell, work with me, whatever. No, just share a story. Guys, I had a client come in the other day. Here's what happened. They didn't get approved from this lender. They didn't have the down payment together. Here's this, Here's what we structured 
to put them to put this deal together that they didn't know was possible and we got them approved at this rate amazing like you know amazing. share a story people can get tuned into stories and the next thing i'm doing with facebook is uh i'm gonna try to do everything under two minutes the reality is people's attention span is shit if you don't have a hook if you don't have information right off the get-go you're gonna see your views drop so just make sure that you do a a, a good hook right from the beginning i'm gonna show you guys how to purchase property in today's market with no money down boom that's also, gonna be interesting also also once you're starting to like these are key things and it's it's you generally implied but dress to impress always be the the, the person who stands out and now i'm not saying wear glittery you know don't be wearing like gucci you don't need to wear that i'm just saying dress well dress professionally it doesn't matter wherever you go it doesn't matter even if you're not meeting any clients dress well because you never know who you'll bump into yeah and that really, really helps in the long run, not the short run. Uh, you know, like the long run, it will truly help because they'll they'll recognize you, they'll remember you, they'll yep. they'll they'll think of you when they need help. Yeah. Wherever you know it may what? be. If you're if you're well dressed and you got a smile, that's a difference. Have a smile on your face. Like today, I've had a couple of people compliment on the suit. I'm wearing a green suit today, and the difference is I'm wearing the green suit. And I'm running around smiling. I'm having a good day. So wear something. That's interesting. Wear a big smile. The big smile is going to be the biggest thing for people to actually um, be open or even say something like, hey, nice suit. Oh, thanks. What kind of suits you got? <laughs> Boom, you're into a conversation. Yeah, you just have to turn into a complete network machine. Like, reality is, guys, I have to make $200,000 in the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going to see a shift in my hunting behavior and my leisure activity because I have goals totally. and I don't care if I have to totally. work 12 or 16 hours a day. This is my chapter of my life, so I'm going to be grinding it out. And that goes back, one more thing, phone calls. Um, a lot of you guys are even like completely terrified of being on the phone. I was for the better part of eight or nine years. Sometimes I still struggle with it. The, the simplest thing is for me, what I do to book the appointments, go and call five people that like you, five people that are your friends, set up five meetings, and then go call the people that you don't like. But don't allow yourself the time to think about it. You press the phone press dial and you figure it out hey man i'm calling because really it's been way too long i got something for you let me take you out for a coffee show up to show up to the coffee hey there's a lot of guys that are your age and at the end once you've talked to them there's a lot of people that your age i told you i was going to get you something there's a lot of people your age that are trying to get into the market boom drop off a couple pieces of knowledge always come from a point of giving but as far as the phone call thing get on the phone press the button before your brain has the ability to talk you out of it. Yeah, 100%. Be yourself, man. That's the key thing. Like, don't be afraid of calls. You're right. I mean, I hate calls. I, I have always texted. I, I mean, I, being in the telecom industry, I absolutely hated the fact that I had to talk to people over the phone. I just didn't like doing that and enjoy it. Yeah. Every time I got a call, I got this grunt. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person right now. I just, I could not, I could not enjoy it. But now, it, it is like as much as... You don't as, think about it, really. You just do it. And, and you know, the thing is... Even this day and age, uh, calling is should be in the past, but it's still a prevalent part of our business, and it's, okay. it's so important. You have important. to hunt people down because people have nothing but excuses. Of all the appointments I set up today, right, right. most of them are like, man, it's a busy week. It's like, I know it's a busy week, but we keep pushing this off. How's Thursday work? Thursday's off, blah, blah, blah. I gotta, and you okay, got to push how's it. Friday right, right, right. Okay, are your mornings, and, and you just keep coming up five times. Come up with suggestions. Most of the ones that I booked today 
one version of my this bad week, I'm busy, blah, blah, blah. I say, hey, not a problem. 10, 15 minutes, whatever. I'm going to swing by. I'm going to drop something off. I just want to see you guys. It's been forever. That's it. Five minutes. Five I got to tell minutes. you, like, eventually once things start going, right? On average now, like I, I on average, this is my average day, 30 to 40 calls on average a day. Mm-hmm. And it's unreal. It's crazy. But these conversations, sometimes having conversation can save you like hours of com- communication. You can have a conversation for literally like three to five minutes and that will save headache. You know, like yeah, sorry, stop, stop hours texting. of communication. Texting is one of the worst things, man. But I, I'm not a, I'm not totally against texting because texting is... <sighs> it's it's a- clear information, sure, but at the end of the day, get the person on the phone, sell the appointment, nothing else, yeah, get yeah. the appointment done, then show up, then be, then be it's, yourself. It's funny person. that we talk about that because like you see like one, one side of the world saying like, text 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 and then like more areas like kind of still backwards bro i'll follow up a phone call with text every time out of voicemail yeah well but i hate voicemails but you know that i hate voicemails but that puts you on top of the game because so many people actually don't call anymore so if you do what nobody else does that doesn't mean you're backwards doesn't mean like you know you're not following trends but you actually stand out which is actually pretty impressive if you think about it I got an example for you I called this lady I haven't talked to her in six months six months ago they fell off the radar from buying to not doing anything called her a bunch of times in the last month haven't heard anything from her today I called her I left her a message and then I sent her a text she responded to what? the text but you still have to take the other actions what I said is hey I forgot I got something that I gotta drop off for your family are you guys in at your house at yeah like I'm gonna be in Abbotsford I'm gonna be in your neighborhood are you guys around tomorrow? I got something to drop off for you. Five seconds later. Yep, we're going to be home. Like, boom. And just, all it is, is like, you're not asking for anything. And people are curious. It's a hook. It's a hook. It's like, crazy. what is it that they're dropping off? What's Andreas dropping off? Yeah, What's yeah. he got? Yeah. Sure. Come by. Yeah. I, fi- I find the younger gen, like our age group, don't pick up our calls. Like, uh, give me an example. There's a one tenant that we have been dealing with and been trying to get a contact her and emailing her mm-hmm. for the last three weeks. Yeah. Called her, emailed her, and this was one of the things that we don't have time for. Just like keep fucking calling her all the time. So finally, I w- last night I was fed up. I'm like, I, and I don't give up my number to any of my tenants because it's just too it's too overwhelming, right? And I'm like, screw this. I need to figure this out. I text her. Mm-hmm. Texting me back in 30 yeah. seconds. So it's it's weird. Like, we're in this awkward stage right Just now. Just find the way that people want to be communicated with and do it. Yeah. Well, I do shotgun. Course, I do Instagram, Facebook, email, video, <laughs> this text, guy. voicemail. All calls. out. All out. Wow. Dude, you got to spread a big net to nice. capture stuff, man. Nice, you got to go nice. big. You That's do. So and, awesome. and some people, like, they'll never return shit. And then all of a sudden on one video, I haven't talked to them since high school. They'll go, hey, bro, um, that buyer's guy. Can you send it over to me? Sure, I'm going to be in Abbotsford. Are you guys still in Abbotsford? Let me drop it off for you guys. It's a hard copy. So l- l- let's, That's uh, an appointment. L- let's go. Let's talk about this one thing, uh, videos. And you're right, and I'm lacking on that. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, but you're doing great. And, you're, and uh, that's a problem. The ones who stay consistent are the ones who, who exponentially grow. Once, like Sometimes it'll take two to five years before you actually experience the exponential growth. But if you're consistent for at least five years, and I'm talking, you got to be producing good content. You got to be talking about good, good stuff. Even talk about the market updates. Who gives a crap? But talk got, about anything that's but, relevant. But if you don't grow in five years, then you are sucking somewhere real bad, and you got to totally reevaluate. Get some coaching. Exactly, you got to reevaluate what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're presenting yourself, and get some coaching. You're right, and that can make a huge difference. You're right, hundred percent. And I mean, everyone has their own avenue. I mean. We're, we're making a, 
audio right here. So, mm-hmm. I mean, with this podcast being out there, it's it's a form of communication. And we, we don't know who he connects to. No, but no idea. all we know is someone is out there is listening, and if it only you only need that one person. Yeah, because we went through the we went through the views today, and we're going, okay, shit, that's more than we were actually expecting. So people are on audio. So now we're connecting on on audio because people want to be driving and listening exactly. to stuff. So hell yeah, um, you can do it without all of this. I have done it without all of this, uh, but if you're consistent, it really builds a good snowball, and you guys, your business. Will you know what? In our next next podcast, we'll talk about. After like like then how to take your marketing to the next stage? Like what are some things tools we you can use yeah, to that. take our marketing to the next stage? Because you and I let's both do that. do that. And in the beginning, we did all that. We did the cold calling. We we t- networked with all our friends and family. We we did like we dropped off gifts and took them out for lunch and meetings. But once you get past that point, how do you take it to the ne- next level? And we won't be talking about it today, but for our next next podcast, we'll talk about that. Yeah, that's a good that's idea. That's a solid, solid topic. <clears throat> that's a good idea. Now that we brought that up, boys and girls, if you guys are looking to get into the market, if you need <laughs> some information, some knowledge, I got full buyer guides and seller guides, almost 30 pages pages of resources and information, contacts of people you need to get connected with, mortgage brokers, lawyers, the whole works. And if you guys are six months, a year, two years away from it, start now, get a plan together, figure out exactly what it is that you need to do, save up, Etc. Etc. So that when the time comes, you guys are going to be in a position where you can make a move and give your boy a call. And then once you buy, I'll rent it out for you. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All awesome. right. Okay. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks, everyone. Hey, everybody. It's Andreas. I'm sitting here in a parking lot right outside of Albert Dick Lake, where I've been pushing out videos. I think I've prepped about four or five videos now that's going to be hitting Facebook, including a couple of giveaways with wine bottles and books. The reason that I'm doing these is to get an engagement. That's about it. So it's going to cost me maybe 50 or 100 bucks. Um, but the idea is to get reach. The idea is to pop up more and more. And the more relevant that you are, the more engagement shares there are, the more likely Facebook's little algorithm is uh, to put you at the top of other people's news feeds. So today what I want to talk about actually is uh, what I struggle with in business. And that is laziness. If I do not sit here and bust out the phone and fill my calendar for the next couple of days, I struggle to get up and go and do it. That's just me. I don't know if you guys struggle with the same thing or not, but what I've found is make sure that before the day is done, that you go through the efforts and uh, have that day packed. Get on the phone, set up a couple of meetings so that when you wake up in the morning, there's no excuse same kind of stuff if you're going to the gym I know I'm a terrible candidate and example for that because I haven't been in ages but the point is if you're going to the gym and you've decided with somebody else that you've made a commitment to at six o'clock in the morning you're gonna show up and you're gonna do it so um, as far as what's going on with me right now the the last little bit the last couple of days all I've been trying to do is prep and uh, push out as many appointments as possible do the wine bottle drop-offs and uh, it's day two and the results are actually kind of crazy because uh, I met somebody today at Starbucks, 
got him for an pre-approval. Uh, I went through my Facebook and Instagram, messaged a whole bunch of people. Hey, have you guys gotten into the market? It's been a while since I've touched base with you guys. What's going on? Got a couple responses there. Went through it, sent a couple old people, old contacts, I should say. Uh, sent those in to get pre-approved. So we're rocking and rolling. I don't see how if I keep this up for two weeks, uh, I don't pull four deals out of my ass here. So the average realtor does five to seven deals in a year. I actually need to average four to five deals for the next six months uh, to hit my goal. So guys, I don't know what your goal is, what you guys are trying to accomplish, what you guys are trying to achieve, what you guys are struggling with in business. I would love to find out though. I'd love to give you guys a little bit of insight on my struggle. Many of you guys know, many of you guys don't. I was $100,000 in debt a few years ago. I was struggling with crazy, crazy amounts of depression. Uh, lack of motivation with myself, not having a why, not knowing what the heck my why was, really not having a reason to get up, and uh, that's a painful, painful spot to be in. You really have to rewire your brain, and uh, I've spent the last couple of years trying to do just that. So now my focus, my vision, my why, all of that is very, very clear, and it's much easier to act on it. I still struggle with it day to day. We're just human. We're in the sales business. Kind of the issue is that we're dealing with people People are unreliable, people don't keep to their word, and uh, that's just how it goes. Your job is not to get that kind of stuff to uh, get you down, but to focus on the ones that that are not like that. So ask away, let's see if you guys can come up some questions. I do have a Facebook giveaway that we're doing with bottles of wine and with a few books. So. That's gonna be showing up today later on Facebook and Instagram. If you guys just go through the effort of uh, comment on something that you guys, you guys would like to hear about, um, then you're gonna be entered to win the bottles of wine and a free book that's gonna be shipped over to you. All right, guys, cheers, have a great day. We'll talk to you soon, bye. All right, I guess I guess we're going live right now at the same time. Oh, we're going live, might as well double down there. Right, we're already right. doing a podcast. Go for it, intro, let's roll. All right, it's Andres and I, and uh, we're going to be talking about how to take your marketing to the next level. Now, last week we talked about um, how to provide like and do basic marketing to get your business rolling, but once your business is going and uh, you're you're busy with your leads and you're just busy with uh, the day-to-day work, how do you maintain and keep your marketing game strong? Yeah, so Andres, you got to keep feeding the funnel, right? Yeah, so Andres, why don't you start? Like, How does it feel? Okay, so my, my, my version is a little bit different than yours, so it's going to be good to get two different perspectives. Um, I focus on creating systems and beating people on things that... I try to compete in areas that other people don't compete. So, right. for example, right now I'm revamping my seller's guide and my buyer's guide. That's a free information resource, and it's packed. I think it's the the seller's guide's like forty pages. It's almost done. Um, I mean, they're gonna cost like twenty bucks a book by the time that they're done. But that's for my marketing. Um, I try to make sure that that gets sent out before that before I even show up to a property, because when people go through that material, that's gonna do ninety percent of my job for me. Mm-hmm. They're gonna read through it. They're gonna understand what I'm all about. Um, when I was young, starting out real estate, I couldn't compete on marketing. I couldn't compete on my knowledge base. So what I said is instead of going after and competing with 80% of the realtors on everything, I'm gonna compete in my own little area. So what I created was my story. What was my story? My story was about my family, my goals, my vision, and where I was trying to take everything. So 
I included straight up, grabbed out my phone, pulled it out on Instagram, showed them what I was about. That way they can buy into you and what you're trying to do and you're not just another person walking through their house trying to take their money. You build a relationship. I, I remember those emails. Those emails were solid. I remember Letter from the heart? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. In fact, I remember we went to Eagle Mountain and we took a picture off my phone and yeah. then you actually used that. That yeah, was yeah, unreal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that story was, it was so personal. It, it was nothing about real estate. It just talked about about you and your lifestyle and mm -hmm. and pretty much how you're providing, uh, like how you're committed to help your clients, you know, yeah. find their way. And to share much. my goal too. And it was really cool because like yeah. it, it, what I think it does is it, it helps, you know, people around you, you know, they feel like they they relate to you they're and part that's of important too they're right? part of something part of the bigger picture obviously yeah. which is really cool yeah so actually speaking of that that letter from the heart that was an email that i had where i had a like hired a company to structure all of the stats at the bottom of the email include solds and listed at the bottom of the email but i didn't really make it about real estate at all what i did is i made it about my life and what was going on and what I was excited about and what was happening with family. Now that we're talking about this, that's fallen off major. As soon as I got <laughs> stupid busy, I stopped personalizing it. So now the emails just come out and it's called letter from the heart and there's really no letter from the heart. So that's a good reminder, slacked on that. Lately, it's just been a gigantic plug on all the videos. So I've been trying to do a combination of things. Here's a fun thing that we're doing as a family. And then uh, like today, I did a little, little bit on what are the costs associated with buying a property? So just just keep plugging out free information for people so that you look like the authority in your space. So so uh, back to that, um, how, how do you take your marketing to the next level? So when things are rolling, things are going great, we all fall off marketing. The, the whole, you know, keep posting content and, uh, you know, blogging or, you know. Your let your emails, your letters, whatever it may be, whatever yeah. you do for marketing, automation, you, bro. Automation is key. Now, part of automation isn't just simply you know going online and having some robot, you know, some you know some kind of no. program to do everything no, no, no. for you. You got to do both. You got to do both. You got to automate it so that it comes out once a month or once a week, so that you know it's coming out. But then you got to back it up with something personal that you're doing as well, right? We're, so if it's automated and you're paying somebody to do it already. Then you're going to spend a couple of days beforehand prepping content to send it over to them to get it proof to then go out. But you have to be, set up systems to beat yourself. Yeah. You're going to get lazy. And part of that setting up systems is about hiring someone. Someone that is knowledgeable. Someone knows what they're doing. Someone who understands systems. And in fact, are way better marketers than you are. I'm not saying go yeah. spend 5, 10K a month. I'm saying start at a budget <laughs> and go with it. But you have to be consistent. Dude, and part of the content has to be The email program that we have? Yeah. It's a hundred bucks a month. Right. And it seems like a lot, but you got a database, three, four, five hundred people. Once a month, you're going to be touching them with personal personal content and a market update. Regardless, consistently. But who, who, who's doing the, who's like, who's filling the content? Are the you doing it? The company So and the company do does like job. generic content or how's, no, how no, is no. it personalized? So the company breaks down the stats really, really well. Yeah, yeah. And a couple updates and website updates and new listings and uh, sales that we've recently done. My job is to create something, to write something, like I used to do in the beginning, which I haven't been doing now. Now I'm just plugging everything on Instagram and on Facebook, mm -hmm. where I'm just trying to, like the last five, six days, every single day, the first thing that I've been doing is, I get up in the morning, I drive to Molson Lake, I set up the camera, and I go and put out some version of content that's gonna be helpful for people, and I do it right away in the morning, first thing, 
So far, it's helped me to be consistent. We'll see how long it takes. Usually, I drop off after about a week. That's the reality right, right. of it. So you can't just simply hire someone either. You gotta, you gotta make sure both. you provide your. You gotta throw a little bit of your own flavor Personal. into it, right? Personal if you content. don't, people can read that bullshit real 100%. quick. If it's generic, people can see that. People will be able to feel, it. especially people who know you, you'll be like, "Fuck no, this ain't Andres. This is someone else, right?" Yeah. So I think I think it's important yeah. that part of automating your marketing process, you have to still spend some time you providing insight, providing. Um, a little bit of your own flavor, your own taste yeah. of how how you. It's something more about your life, yeah. right? It ain't even just about generic about real estate. Nobody cares about just real estate. Nobody does. At, at the end of the day, nobody really gives a shit about real estate until they're in the market for real estate. One hundred percent. So you just keep them updated on what the heck's going on in your life, fun things that you're up to, and uh, real estate is sort of oh, we like Andreas, we're gonna use him for real estate. Now, now, now there's some parts of uh, marketing that you can. Um, Automize, right? Like uh, automate. So, yeah, so, yeah. so when you're making money, when you're rolling, when things are going good, um, there's there's things like search. Uh, it's called SEO, search engine optimization. Right. I, I highly recommend anyone who's starting to to get their business running invest monthly. I'm talking like anywhere between five hundred thousand dollars a month on just search engine op- optimization, and that includes. Um, okay, let me pause that real quick. Yeah. And here, let's give you guys a little bit of background. Jason took the website. The property management website from where to where and how quickly? I, I mean, it, it's still it's still growing, but like if you were to search absolute property management, our website, um, Ace Agencies, would actually show up um, on the first page, not uh, twice, sometimes twice, sometimes three times on the main page, on, on the, the first main page. page. And if you're not on the main page, it's pretty much. I mean, I mean, like anybody who's searching for property management companies in Abbotsford, they're gonna see our company on the top. How did you do it? Uh, search engine optimization. What that includes is it's uh, blogging. So we have uh, about two blogs a week. We're always updating our website, no matter what. I always make sure our office is so always updating. A, you the hired listings. a blogger. Uh, yeah, sort of speak. Yeah, I hired, I hired a blogger who's blogging twice a week for a month. Um, that's really helping our rankings big time because now we um, launched Langley Property Management, and uh, our Langley Property Management uh, website went from page. 150 and now it's on page five now that's in four months so uh part of that is search engine optimization and uh you always have to be updating your website you always have to optimize it's all about keywords and i'm not going to get too deep into how google works but this is where i hire it changes all the time i I always like that's why i have an uh, optimization team who actually is uh, working on that all the time and they're always changing the keywords always updating things and so, it's so really competitive it, how does it work with their algorithm the more content that you put out that's relevant the more attention google gives to your website is that how you're working with uh with the blogs exactly so it, it what it, the way it works is uh it's all about content it's not copy and paste you can't simply just copy and paste because google will see that and they'll actually blacklist so we're you. talking about marketing and automation you pay someone how much do you pay someone how often do you pay them well, you see, like? it ranges because there's a mixture of things. There's social media marketing. There's um, AdWord marketing. There's um, Facebook marketing. There's different complexities to it. And usually you group it, you package it, and uh, we generally spend around about 1500 a month, right? But which includes everything. Now, that's that's like peanuts, what people are, companies are spending, like 5, 10K. And now, depending on how competitive your, your, um, your business is, it actually starts costing more because now you're competing with other A-level companies who are right. spending maybe 10, 20, like, if you're trying to compete with Re- uh, Remax, yeah. they're spending millions. So they're, so what what I always recommend, don't try to, like, let's say if you're a realtor, don't try to win the, the keyword real estate or realtor. 
try to focus on they're called long tail keywords and i'm not going to get too deep into it but like if someone was, was to search abbotsford remax realtor that is something you want to focus on right or abbotsford home life or whatever it is or yeah, yeah. or condo specialist abbotsford realtor yeah people search that on google yeah and Part of so that you is can actually blogging. Go through, you can actually go to Google and find out what specific keywords, how many people view it, search, those search it, yeah, per month, 100%. Per day, that kind of thing too. How do you do that? Uh, there, there's something in the back end of Google, and you can definitely. You're, yeah, you're, yeah I remember doing it, but I don't remember. What it's it was it's called like a Google Keyword Planner or something like that, and it actually tells you how much competition there is, yeah. how many people are viewing it every month, every year. All you need is one client, uh, one client. And if if that takes, if you're spending a thousand dollars a month and you get one client a month out of that, yeah. You're golden, right? Okay, now so it's all you. niche, From your right? website, how many leads do you guys track that comes from your website now? And how much does it make uh, sense for how much you're spending? Do you know the numbers? Uh, it's hard to say, to be to be honest, but I would imagine we get anywhere between 5 to 10 leads a month, right? And just off our website. And that's just from absolute uh, property management. Now, the cool thing is, if someone is in China or Saudi Arabia or any international countries, which we do get a lot of clients from, they're going to be searching that. And we actually get leads off that they email us they find our contact information now another big part big thing is um it's uh reviews this is man that's a great reviews slacking on that okay always. if you have clients and they they were happy with their service ask them nicely and uh, ask them to just give you a review you know what's really really good with that is jeff lee Oh my goodness, his process is automated. I don't know if he's watching this or not, but like <laughs> Jeff Lee, he's a mortgage specialist, and his marketing is, oh man, like 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 after every client, he always asks, and it's like an automated process. Yeah, you he get an asks. email with it after the service is done. You get an email and you get a link directly. Exactly. To People are so 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 lazy. If you don't make it completely cut and dry, simple, click here, it brings you there. You can write it right there. They're not gonna do it. I literally, like, if I'm with clients, I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. Not a problem. Nobody's going to do it. They're going to forget about it. I'll grab their phone. I was like, hey, listen, let me pull it up right now. I'll literally log them into the Facebook page, write a review. Exactly. Like, and exactly. And, but it, it goes a long way. Make it easy for them. Especially people who don't know you and uh, are looking for a specialist of some kind. They're going to, sure. I look at reviews. When I'm hiring a plumber in a new city yeah. or electrician, I am looking at reviews without realizing I'm looking at the reviews because I'm like, this guy got three out of five, but this company got five out of five. Yeah. And now I'm not going to take the risk of hiring a bad uh, contractor for one of my no, rentals. That's a good point. So I'm going to go that's for the really one, the better, the better one, especially if you don't have a referral for a certain area. Okay. So easy so, way for your business, focus on your referrals. That's a good reminder for me. I don't think I have more than 10 referrals on, or like whatever reviews on my business page. But you've done more than 10 deals. Yeah, I know. This is what I'm saying. So, so, I only so, have 10. They're all good. They're all five, so but I only have 10. This is what you should do. You should contact all your old clients, especially your, like your, yeah. your good, happy yeah, clients, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> your, your happy ones. Uh, Call them. And you know what? It's actually good if, if you get um, like three or four out of five as well because it shows that, you know, you're you're consistent, you're constant, you're, you're not afraid to respond because someone gives you a sure. bad review, yeah. respond to it yeah, yeah. in the most professional way. People respect that. If someone just sees five out of five, as simple as like, if they give you a three out of five and you go like, "Hey, I'm so sorry you had a bad experience. But Let me come over." Exactly. Let's so figure this out together. Pe people know when it's fake too. Yeah. Like yeah. when when you when you see um like a new uh, uh, review system where they're all five out of five, I'm like, wait, no company is perfect. Nobody's perfect. There's no way in hell yeah, anybody can be perfect. Are, people are paying people to write reviews. That's what. It well, is. exactly. And you can go online. You can get people to pay uh, to give you reviews. And then, yeah. you know what? 
people can see through that bullshit. So you gotta you gotta really stay on top of that. Don't lie. Be honest. People will be able to see that. And then when yeah. they see someone they recognize and they put a review on, yeah. or they see like similar friends or whatever, they're gonna trust you that much more. Now, review system, the website, always update your website. Like I'm talking, add your listings. Google sees that you're updating your website. It's gonna just further your rankings. Now, if any specialist talking to us who knows their stuff. Like, don't quote me on this, like, because I'm not perfect. That's why I hired someone to do this for us. But um, it's really good. the key thing about being found on Google and even Facebook or Instagram. You have to be active. Keyword active. You have to produce content. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just pay keep, keep shit throwing to shit pay out someone there. someone to do it. So that's, yeah. a, that's a cool part of it, can, right? Can I talk about some yeah, personal? Yeah. So personal touch. I'm just going to close the window. What I found to be super, super helpful right after I meet a client, I will either send a message like as I'm in the driveway or send a video message right away. I try to get That's WhatsApp. Solid. That's I, smart. I connect with a lot of people on WhatsApp. Like right away, they have a question. What's going on? The first thing that I do is like, hey, it was really good to meet you guys. I'm here if you guys have any questions. I'm super excited to work with you. I'm, I'm going to send you X, Y, and Z as we spoke about. And you do a video message reaffirming the exact same thing you did. You want to take it a step further? The second you leave their house, handwritten note. You're in the driver, you write them a handwritten note, you plop it under the door, you leave. Who does that? Compete in an area where nobody competes and then follow that up with really, really, really good work. They're not going anywhere. Anything to add? Well, I think you got on point with that. But now if you go back to like Facebook marketing, I think I think Facebook is one of the most underutilized um, uh, marketing platforms for any type of professional and it's because a lot of people don't understand how it works or or the value behind it now if you go to any expert they'll tell you facebook is one of the key places and it's actually uh, relatively cheap it in comparison still, to google it and cheap. it's the price is consistently going up so i think um if you are able to market on facebook really well and focus and target like what people try to do is they target try to try to target anyone that's wrong. You need to target a very, very okay, two niche things, group. Two things on that. One is double, triple, quadruple market the same ad. Here's something that I learned on the last summer that I went to. Run the same ad over and over and over again. Like two, keep experimenting with it. You're right. Just hold up. Yeah. Keep experimenting <laughs> with that ad over and over again. Second, if you have a business page, make your video, put it on your business page, share it from your business page to your personal page because then Facebook's algorithm shows it four times in a day, not two times in a day. And then, the, what are the, and then to add to that, know your target market. Figure out who you want to, like, I'm not saying you're going to refuse business from different age groups. I'm just saying focus your marketing on a very, very specific target market and be the best at it before you try to hit all the entire market. Because you're going to get leads. You're going to get referrals regardless. But for marketing purposes, online marketing purposes, you do need to focus on a very, very specific target niche. And when you figure that out, you'll actually your return on investment will be so much higher. This That's why people online make millions, in fact, hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars a month just off selling um, products online on Facebook or selling services or whatever it is. Yeah, but so, they hire giants that actually know the algorithm and do a really, really good job. No, no, that's not true. That's what we think. In fact, there's people off the, on the computer anywhere <laughs> across the world making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month because all they know, all they do is target the right people at the right time and in fact it's so powerful facebook is where you can actually search like it'll actually market like let's say if we're selling real estate yeah 
people who are searching for real estate, Facebook knows that. Yeah. Everything you search for on Facebook is actually shows up on their like on their history on our, on their archive, and you can actually target. Focus yeah, target they are Facebook, towards you can them. actually go and find a group. Like, let's say you wanted to go and market to the entirety of Abbotsford Bidding Wars. You're actually able to jump in and make that entire group of whatever, yeah. 30,000 yeah. members, <laughs> the group that you drip on consistently. Facebook is the, the biggest, the, the reason it's so valuable is because they have more information captured than anybody else. 100%. As a result, 100%. you can target market very, very specifically. 100%, right. 100%. And now there, there's YouTube, there's Facebook, there's Google. Um, don't try to go all out. Uh, I always recommend start small with a couple hundred bucks at a, at a time and then slowly increase it as you see results. And you, it's all trackable. You know where, you know where, what kind of people are viewing your ads, yeah. uh, what age group they are, you know, male or female. Um, it's 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 unreal. It's actually pretty powerful. Yeah, if you so, take the time to learn that, there's a lot. Well, that's why you hire there. someone. So so when you're busy, hire someone. Automate this process. You know, find someone you can trust. Test them out for like six months because you're not gonna don't expect a return for minimum minimum and six months. And there's companies that'll actually do performance based marketing as well. Oh, you, you got look, a, which one? Really? Yeah, there's a couple no ads that were run on Facebook last month. That, That's that BS, said, like, man. We don't get paid until no. you get paid. No, yeah, man. Yeah. No. no, I'm not bullshit. No, that's look, bullshit. Look that you see, they get they get you like that. That's BS. There's always a cost. There's nothing is free in life. Nothing in life is free. Nothing. That's are you, not possible. Are you done? Sorry. Okay. So then the next thing is um, <laughs> assistance. We got to talk about this as you start to grow in business assistants are gonna make your life so 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 much easier when I got Christine my sister to get on board and start helping me it bought me about a week week and a half of free time every single month you're right <laughs> that's that's uh that's a given yeah all of a sudden I could work an extra week and take an extra week off so I could work like two weeks out of the month and make more money than I was making before so I was bugging Jason about this for a long time. I was like, bro, start getting assistance, start paying assistance. And it's a lot. You're starting on business, all of a sudden you're paying a $2,500 salary. But you're paying a $2,500 salary to hire, uh, to take care of your $15 an hour work. Right, right. And you, I look at, that. you look at and you measure how much is your time worth. If your time is worth $60 an hour for what you're doing as a salesman going out and generating business and you track it, 60 bucks an hour, then you find all the work that you're doing that's not making you that much money. The paperwork, the email responses. So worth it. And you take that, you hire somebody else, and now you have time to go and do $60 an hour jobs. Totally. And, uh, and you got more free time. So it's so true. It's only It only helps your business so much more. Then you can focus on just lead generating, you know, focusing on your, on your clients, now focusing on the small things, the paperwork, the back end. And all that takes time. When you're when you're so busy doing the paperwork, the back end, the marketing, you, you you're like who who's doing your lead generating? Who's actually making the sale? Who's actually negotiating, right? And we're only like we only have so much time in the yeah. day. But the key is do the work that pays you the most money. And exactly. Then, uh, and then hire the rest. And of I, I guarantee, I guarantee, if you spend, like, let's say you have a part time assistant, I will guarantee if you if you're doing your shit right and you're you're actually hustling. That, that expense will be paid off 100%. so quick. 100%. Hey, you know, it may be an investment for the maybe the first three to six months, but I will guarantee it will pay off so fast. And you're going to be like, holy crap, why didn't I think of this long before? That was so, a really hard step for Jason back in the yeah. day, man. When I met Jason, he was managing one property. And we started talking about goals <laughs> and dreams. What do you got now? 
Yeah, I mean, on, our, our, our office just uh, yeah, over yeah, 350 yeah, rentals, yeah, but yeah, it's, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. it's it's, it's <laughs> we're, 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 we're growing. We're, we're still a peanut. They're growing. In so comparison. this guy is one of the biggest come-ups in Abbotsford for property management. Within a couple of years, he went from, no, listen to him, from like zero to 200 on his own, like just absolutely killed him. So Jason and I are going to be running these podcasts as often as we can consistently, and we're going to be plugging information in for you guys as far as property management, what it looks like as a homeowner, insurance and inspections. What else you got to add? Everything and more, man. Everything I mean, and more. Tenancy, this is just the beginning. Tenancy problems, tenancy issues, tenancy rights. Oh, tenancy I could go laws. on forever. I got yo, chased yo, yo, yo. by two pit bulls. Yo, yo, yo. But I'm not going to talk okay, about we're gonna today. Leave, we're going to leave that for the next time. <laughs> next time, we'll do something or other where Jason's going to do a breakdown of what tenancy laws looks like in BC. How you can protect yourself and make sure that you don't get shitty tenants that destroy your stuff. 100%. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks, all right. everyone. Thank you, podcast, Later, for listening. If you have any questions, please, please ask. Please feel free to reach out anytime, and we're here for you. All right. Thank you again. Welcome to our podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, everyone. It's Andreas and Jason Bugra, What's a.k.a. Uh... Brown Bear. And today, we're going to be talking about a simple little thing called patience. Patience. We just had a long conversation about this. We should have just hooked it up and done it on the podcast right away. But what we're talking about is the reality and the expectation and the gap, especially in today's society. And I was, I was breaking it down to even like my siblings and people in my life, family, what they expect. Like I got a brother, he's 21 years old, and I think he thought he was going to make like 80K right off the bat selling cars because he was handsome. And, uh, <laughs> let's, not, let's, hope, let's hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> and it doesn't work out like that. Everybody thinks super, super now and nobody thinks long term. <laughs> Jason, run with it. What do you got? Oh, patience. That's something that I've been working on my entire life. I'm a dreamer. And being a dreamer, you want things quick. Because my whole life I've dreamed about big things. And by the time I got old enough, I, I thought it was going to fall in my lap. And uh, I, I got to admit, I, I struggled. I, can, we, can we talk I struggled about this? big time. This is a struggle that's going to be interesting for the listeners. I, I think, we talked about your, how much you made your first year doing uh, property management and how much I made my first year. So run, like, talk about that a little bit. The reality of how much you had to work and how hard you had to work. Let's take it one step back. The, the struggle of when we say being patient, it's like when when the, on the premise of when you start a new career, a new business, or a relationship, we want things quick. It's 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 natural human behavior, or it, or it's a millennial thing, or it's just a new generation that we want things quick. And I think it's the glorification that comes from social media for, for the most sure. part, right? We want things that we never thought we ever wanted until we saw someone have it online. And we're entitled to it without the work. Exactly. We want things without working our ass off to get to that level. And uh, that 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 struggle got almost got me into the you know almost got me into depression. Almost got me sad, oh, dude, I was and there. neglected. Hundred percent. Like I, I I thought it was a failure because I didn't have my own car like a nice car my own home I didn't move out like I, I thought it was a failure I wanted a degree without actually going to school I wanted money without working I wanted a house without paying a down payment you know I wanted all that all of it mm-hmm. and 
you struggle. You struggle because, like, when you play, when I, I'm a big gamer, and, like, when you play games, you can get rich real quick on a game, right? But when it comes to real life, it takes time. It takes slow. you got to build relationships. you got to build your sacrifice, career. Sacrifice, man. It's sacrifice, exactly. And, you know, that took a long time for me to understand. And uh, I, I, I made a lot of mistakes. And I, yeah. I, same here. We both are talking about it. Anyhow. But I, I'm a, I am a true believer, though. If being patient starts as, you know, it's something it's something you can develop, but some people have it in them. And, in fact, there's that marshmallow test that uh, scientists talk about where, you ever hear about it, where this is what doctors do, or I guess people have done. They, they, they get, like, a five-, six-year-old kid, and they put a marshmallow in front of them, or a candy. And they tell the kid, hey... Um, if you wait, now I'm not going to tell you how long to wait, but if you wait, you'll get more marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Or you can eat it now. Like, like, sorry, let me repeat that. Yeah, yeah, yeah You yeah, can yeah, eat yeah. the marshmallow. 100%. Now you can have it now. Or wait, and you'll get more marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So what this test they conducted, and it's an early, I think it's like a foreshadow of their future in a way, where the kids who took the marshmallow, who could not wait, not be patient for more 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 marshmallows to come through they're the ones who are going to be least successful in life and the the kids who waited yeah and I, they, I get, they did I get not that overall right now yeah, but that's a skill and a trait that can still be learned but. it can be but it's very very difficult but it, they said yeah. that it's an early foreshadow of their future and anyways before we get off track that that's it was a cool test because it mm-hmm. made, made me real th- think about real life there's so many people go for quick cash because they, they focus on the immediate yeah. short-term goal, not the long-term goal. So this is what you got to break down, man. How many years have you, have you been doing what you're doing now? Uh, about three, four years, I would say, now. Your uh, first year, how many hours do you think you worked a day? Oh, eight to 15 hours a day. How much did you make your first year? Less than $15,000, sadly. But that's, that's not the sad, truth. dude. I made 19 grand my first year in real estate. And I did the same thing. I was working 24-7 around the clock. That's what happens when, because, here's what people here's what people don't do. If your skill is not high enough, you have to combat it in another way. You have to take more appointments, you have to do more meetings, you have to work harder and you have to work longer until your skill goes up. Most people will just fall short before that. They'll put in eight hours for the man and then they put in zero for themselves. And, you know, I, th- I think uh, a big thing of it was at that point in my life, I was only focused on the long-term game plan. I was only focused on the bigger vision. I did not lose sight of that. And even though I wasn't getting paid much, even though I couldn't even barely afford my bills, I did not lose sight of that goal. And that's what carried me through. That's what allowed me to be patient. Mm-hmm. And I, I think goal setting is the biggest that was the, one of the biggest things I did goal setting I didn't know where I was going to be I didn't know any of that but I just knew that I was going to keep climbing towards a better future and I think a lot of that we were talking about earlier Andres and I were saying that kids nowadays they, they work a job for six months or a year and they all hope to get paid 80k 100k 250k but when they start working they realize no I'm only making 25k 35k no, thing um so Jason offered a pay raise to somebody at work, which was stupid substantial, if they decided to take more responsibility. 
that person didn't want the responsibility. They only wanted the pay increase. And he gave them all the opportunity to make what is equivalent of four times more a year if they stepped up to the position. And they decided they didn't want it. So they just wanted the money. They didn't want to put in the work. And that's society. It, that is society. And you know what? Sometimes you got to allow them to be. You can't force change. That's why you got to find those individuals out there who are willing to take that risk. But it's sad. Everybody wants more, 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 more. That greed, that hunger for more things without actually working towards it is absolutely ridiculous. How many years in entrepreneurship were you broke? Yeah, well, too many times to count. Like, how many years? Like, I was, I started being, started reading, started doing work that wasn't for the dollar per hour at around 17. So that puts us at year 11 of entrepreneurship. Most of that time was spent being broke as fuck, dude. Well, you know, let's look at it differently. Like, you you say broke, but you paid for amazing experiences. When I say that, great, you paid for good education. That's exactly you, right. You paid for experiences that have made you who you are now. Like, like this guy, Andreas, Andreas lived in a condo and he barely... He was scared to pay $1,200 a month in mortgage. Now this guy's buying an over-million-dollar farm in the span of, what, five years, six years? Four years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's that's crazy. You've got to never focus on the bigger goal. Just keep pushing toward, like forward. And if you don't, you, you will fall behind. And like, I'm a, I'm a big believer. If you're not growing, you're falling. There's no, there's yeah. no, there's no such thing as oh, you're just steady. No, if that's you, bullshit. If you're steady, you're, if you, if you're level, you're you're losing. There's that analogy of somebody walking on like you're you're on a, one of those things at the airport, right? Those escalators, whatever the heck they're called, that are moving. Yeah. What are those things called? You know what I mean, right? One of those things that sure. put your legs on, you yeah. move forward with it. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you are walking with it, yeah, you don't actually move because you're just keeping up with it. If you stand still, you're moving backwards. If you're running, how are you moving backwards? Moving what, what are we talking about? Because the thing, you, you get onto it, and then it takes you to your destination. You yeah, know, freaking, you move forward. Yeah, whatever the fuck that thing's called. You still move forward. Yeah, but you're walking against it, in my little analogy. <laughs> Yo, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just standing still, you're still moving forward. Nah, dude, if you're walking against it. <laughs> Yo, why, why would anyone walk against it? Ugh. <laughs> Even if you walk against it and you try to push forward, you're still you're still gonna get pushed backwards. Fuck you, man! You get the analogy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, twelve o'clock podcast session. That's crazy, but you know what? Like, it's true though. There is no get rich. You no, know, it's get, patience and it's quick sacrifice. get rich schemes or well, well get you know quick. Get rich schemes yeah, yeah. or what do you call it? <laughs> wow, to a midnight podcast. Sorry, guys, we're not in it. As you know, we usually are, yeah, right? But this, what I was telling Booger is back in the day, I had to door knock to clean gutters, do landscaping. I did the landscaping in my apartment complex. Um, I freaking sold Cutco knives door to door. And I, would, I, I did the landscaping in my own apartment building just to pay for my office bill. To be able to get through to the next month. You know what? I didn't tell you something. When I first started property management, I used to do small jobs like cleanups, like garbage dumps, just to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. 
because like I, I used to get like clients and stuff and they'd ask for side favors like oh can you help us clean up this and we'll pay you and I did I had to pay bills I gotta pay visa I had a girlfriend you know so, I, you know I had a, I had to I had expenses my basic expenses bro one of my first it was clients, tough it's tough her place it was down market needed landscaping yeah I fucking put on my shit and walked over to her house and did all the landscaping on her entire place <laughs> just to sell a place wow like dude the problem is people people are too freaking soft they run into their first little hurdle and then they just give up I had a rental and I just, you know, on the premise of this conversation, I had a rental, and it was one of my first few rentals, and it was dirty. So I got, I went there an hour there, earlier, yeah. I started wiping the kitchen, yeah, I, start, I started cleaning yeah, the toilets. I, I don't even clean so my own toilets. Times. I don't even clean my own toilets sometimes, you know? I know man. And I was cleaning But it's a, whatever it takes to get it done. There's stains all yeah, over the dude. toilet, I've and I been there. cleaning it. And there, I was bro. like, what am I doing? Is this what I signed up for? But you know what? Yeah, you signed up to do whatever it takes. And that's exactly. Part of it. I, I was hungry. I was hungry. And I still am. I'm still hungry till this day. And I'm only going to go forward. I'm yeah. only going to move forward. The same with you. And it, I think it's because we don't lose sight of that goal. No. And if you put the time in, like, everything that I've written down over the last 10 years has, like, come into fruition. Because that's been my goal. I review it every three months or six months or every year, whenever it is. And I keep working towards that goal. Yeah. And then every time I hit up, with, I get presented with an opportunity where I'm like this house purchase, man. Like this is going to take all the money I have. I got to sell the Maserati, everything I'm going to make in the next six all months. All your luxuries. Just to be able to Amazing. to buy Beautiful. that property. And that Beautiful. scares the shit out of me. Therefore, I'm doing it. Because if I'm not moving forwards, I'm moving backwards. So you have to freaking do that kind of shit. So guys, this is to encourage you above all that A, it's going to be hard as shit. It's going to be worth it. And you need to keep going. You might get depressed along the way. <laughs> it's part of the process. It's your job to self-regulate yeah. and to get yourself and to snap yourself out of that over and over and over again because you're self-employed, you're an entrepreneur. Whether you are or you're not, it's your job to get the heck back up. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many times you fall. You That's have beautiful. to get up. That's beautiful. You There's get no up. other way I would say it, man. There's no other way. Like, And, uh, you know, Andres is right. Write down your goals. And always review them. Bro, I've written regardless down what people, for... Regardless of what people tell you, don't lose sight. That's all that matters. You know, being, if you're patient in life, like, so, okay, let's get this straight. You got to act fast. You got to act speed like you got to add speed to your bit your game you, you if you're not fast you will lose business you will lose um you're less you're not as competitive as the person next to you but when we say being patient is being patient with the overall overall goal if you're not where you are at today don't forget as long as you're moving fast here you're 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 moving forward you're not lazy you're not wasting your time you're not watching netflix marathons you know you're 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 moving ahead you will get there. I promise you, you'll get there. But don't, you know, here's, here's like, be quick. At here's be quick at, at it. If you're the same person a year from now as you are today, I think you suck. You failed. That's a freaking huge, huge L. Yeah. You need to grow. You need to develop. You need to become Straight better. Up. It's Straight your up. job to figure out what it's going to take for you to level up every few months. And you know what? It's okay to not know what the fuck you're doing sometimes. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to question what you're doing it's okay because we still do that today oh, sometimes God. i ask myself i have no idea what i'm doing sometimes it's okay as long as you're positive and you're moving forward right the so amount, the amount of things i pick up the people are like 
they're freaking out, they're calling me about it, so don't worry about it, I'll figure it out. I have no idea how I'm going to figure it out. I just know that I'm going to figure it out. That's oh, it. That's I just it. know I'm going to figure it out. There's that's no it. other question about it. It's on me, so I'm going to make it work. So you just keep, keep like, knocking down doors and making the phone calls until you get the answer that you want to hear. Don't stop, man. Heck, people are so soft. They're so soft. Let's end it right there. That was a good ending. That was, <laughs> that was good. Don't be soft, guys. Yeah. For all you haters out there. Go suck it. Y'all feel me. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you. All right, until next time. Later. All right, things are flowing. Andreas and I are just just on a roll. Yeah, we're sitting (laughs) on a parking lot at midnight, and our creativity is flowing at another level. Anyways, this is a 30-day recap, I guess. It's been 30 days, right? 30-day recap. Andreas. Tell us how's how's business. You've been working on a client. Okay. I know. Last time you talked about that, you were you, you had some cool. You know, you had a strategy. Tell us more about it. How what happened? Did you get the business? Okay. So we did a we did a podcast about a month ago, and it was how to generate business business with no money, essentially. And over the last month, I've basically implemented everything that we shared with you guys. And we're going to look at what that looked like. So for 30 days, I did drop-offs, pop-bys, coffees, teas, whatever, meetings with clients, picked up the phone, hammered it hard, asked for referrals, and all the ways that we mentioned on how to do it last time. And uh, a month later, I have, I think, $38,000 in signed deals. They all still need to come through, but a month ago was at absolutely nothing. This is where the background applause comes in. Woo! <laughs> Yo, it's not paid out commission. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. But what it is, is I had zero business a month ago when I decided to get off my ass. Zero, guys. And, zero. Uh, stop taking my holidays and get back to work and grind. I had no deals. I had no referrals. I had nothing in the pipeline. No future business that I was aware of. Nothing. And yeah, so in long and short of it. We hammered it hard for the last 30 days, and we're rocking and rolling. And we, you know, we're talking about you, right? <laughs> let's get, yeah, let's keep let's keep pushing. Okay, tell us, tell us more. Like what? What were the hurdles of closing this deal? Like what? What, what did it take? What? All it is is a mind. It's a mindset shift. That's all it is. Like you just, the skills are there. You just know what you have to do, and you freaking implement it. I don't know how else to put it. You can listen to any any book that you want. Whatever it takes to get you in the right headspace, but if you don't take action, nothing happens. Like, sweet dick all happens. All this is, it's proof that if you do everything that we talked about last time for 30 days, you're going to start seeing results. And now, luckily, I started seeing results pretty darn quickly, um, but you also didn't see the 15-hour work week, like work days that go into it. There's a or lot the, that went into it. Or the five years of work you put into it to yeah, get to this level, to yeah. get to this confidence. For sure. This didn't happen overnight. Bro. No, because back in the day, I would have needed 10 times the deals to close to close this many because my skill set level wasn't there right so for sure that makes all the difference that's that's awesome uh 30 day recap for me uh market is down big time and you know what that means business is booming for me (laughs) straight up business is booming in fact i actually am so my worst years are is when the market is good for realtors but yeah. I wasn't doing bad. I was growing then. Now this is my time to shine when the market goes to complete shit. We're both going to make more money though than we did this in the 2017 high, I think. 110%. No. <coughs> 200 and fucking 50%. We're going to be making more money, but it's it's not because 
we're in the right spot at the right time. It's because our mindset are at the right place at the right time. What I love about this market, and we'll get right back to what you were saying though, what the best thing about this market is, is that it makes you have to tighten up on everything, right? So it makes it made me have to go back to lead generating, right? Prospecting, my systems, my mail outs, my videos, the consistency in that, the pop buys, the coffees, all of that, the phone calls, I just, things got harder, so I had to get better. And now as a result, it's like a nice little reminder of here's what it actually takes to do it. And you go through and you filter through what works and what doesn't, and you stop spending money on dumb shit, and like can, Cactus Club? Like Cactus Club. And you pay yeah. attention to... This guy practically lived at Cactus Club. It's 2017, man. I was a baller. <laughs> he had a spot <laughs> for him and for him only. Oh, what I remember that. He, he used to spend eight hours a day at Cactus Club like it was his full-time job. Yeah, but it was my full-time yeah. job. Here's what you didn't realize. So, so, like, the reality check was I was looking at how much driving I was doing every single day, and I said, screw this shit. It's going to be cheaper for me to eat here three times a day and have all my clients meet me instead of me having to drive around for two and a half hours a day plus gas. So that's what I did. So I turned, I wanted freaking to be at Cactus all the time because I loved it there. It stimulated me, made me work hard. That's so amazing. I found a way to make that work for me. So back right. to you. 30 days, Jason Bugra is going crazy. He's getting price reductions. He's getting new business. You're way better than you were before. Managing expectations. We just had a conversation about this. Uh, so things got things got crazy busier and uh, I hired my 10th guy just yeah. this morning bro thanks sir thanks <laughs> three four years thanks, ago I'm I'm gonna, gonna myself. <laughs> three four years ago you wouldn't take your first assistant yeah right yeah. screw you <laughs> <laughs> but like we just hired the 10th guy and uh, we're training him uh, he's gonna be a full-fledged property manager so it takes off a lot of huge load off my plate but that doesn't mean now I'm lounging. Now I'm tightening up the back end, or I'm fixing up our systems, marketing, our lead generation. Yeah. Just because things are going well doesn't mean I'm gonna stop fixing all the, the tweaking things around. Yeah. You always, always have to be improving. If you're not improving, you're falling, right? Like we talked about in the last podcast. But things are great. Um, but part of what I'm doing is now I'm trying to do something that where I'm, I'm trying to educate myself every day there's no point not one time have i ever thought i knew what i was doing like what i mean by that is like i always feel like there's so much more to learn bro how much time do you think you spend a day on that kind of stuff i think it's the moment i wake up until i fall asleep to be honest sometimes i dream about my work man oh i do too but I, sure. it's because i love my work For like sure. I, no it's, it's so because passionate. you're on point you're on focus but i love it i enjoy it I do, I do, I really, really do. I love, I love that feeling where my tenant tries to screw me around. No, not even my tenant. <laughs> when tenants screw my clients around, like I get and hired. you're the one that comes in and saves the day, right? And, well, I love that feeling. Yeah, I love, yeah. Yeah. you know, I love resolving issues. I'm a problem solver. I love that. I, that's why I even started this business because I feel like there was a massive problem in this industry and I'm out there solving that one property at a time. Yep, 100%. Right? And, uh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful feeling. Bro, I was thinking about like how much, do you, do you read books? Do you audible? Do you like YouTube podcasts? Like do you do any of that shit? I do. I do. I mean, I do audible. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've been paying monthly and have like eight credits left, but I, I, oh, I've been, I've been buying books that like on as much as I can. Four months. Yeah. I, I need to jump on that. Um, but Funny. I do listen to audible. Like you're in the car all the time. You're on your phone all the time, right? That's, that's the problem. So, 
I've been overworking in terms of like I, I'm learning how to delegate certain aspect of my, aspects of my life and I, I've been doing that but as I keep finding free time in my life I find you a way to because fill they're more it. effective exactly. so most people they listen to Audible and this kind of stuff to get into the mood to be able to go and you know to actually go and work then you hit a point where you're so busy and effective that you fall off Audible or learning in general so you have to like to this day like in the last month there's it, I've probably averaged two hours two hours every single day that I'm actually watching either um, interviews on YouTube podcasts or Audible two hours a day on top of the working like there's there's for me, there's no excuse because I look at it as two hours a day over 10 years, like good freaking luck keeping up. You know what I mean? If yeah, there's one yeah. thing that I can be consistent at, it's what I feed my brain with. Yeah. And if I keep learning, I keep improving. If I keep improving, everyone in my life benefits. You know what? It's um, it's true that I kind of did fall off, all, all fall off that. I do yeah, have the I right mentors. The but for example, actually this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going on for a three-day self-development course. And in fact, I, when I, I signed up on my own, then my girlfriend and the, my sister actually go to one of uh, his, uh, like his classes, like those free classes to, mm-hmm. you know, in like an introduction class. And she signed up. Yeah. I didn't ask her to, and That's she signed dope. up. So both of us are actually going for the next three, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to go to three-day class, and it's That's all amazing. about self-development. I've never in my freaking life spent three full days, let alone one full day, just thinking about myself. What Never do, done that. What do you need to, man? And I know, I know like, you're right. Your, okay, ask, let me ask you this. What's the biggest investment in your life? Ourselves. You. You. The better you get, the better it is for everybody 100%, around you. 100%. The better it is for your circumstances, your time. Right. I agree with you. Everything. And I think uh, part of that is, you know, <clears throat> investing time and not... not investing time you. investing money, man. Like, like, I can tell you, man, like, as busy as I am... I still fit in all my learning. And you know, the, the mistake, you're right. The mistake I made is like, oh, I got to make, you know, I got to work, 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 work. But actually, the more you learn, the more you educate yourself, the yeah, more you invest in yourself, doing, you actually will go faster. What you're doing isn't wrong because you're consistently working where I'm consistently learning. So I'm in the headspace to work. You got one up on me. You know I don't think I mean? so. I don't think, like, think none of us got one about, up on Think about it from other. that perspective. Like I have to like convince myself to get my ass out of bed and do shit. Whereas you just get up and do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I man, that's the way I was brought up, man. That's the way I was brought up. That's why I struggle It comes in waves that. for me, man. You know me. I'm, in, I'm on holidays. All of a sudden, I'm gone. And then I'm working like crazy. Like, I've always been sporadical. That hasn't happened to me. No, that happened freaking... to me when I was young. <laughs> really, really. has your ass off all the time. But, you know, you, know, you got a point. You know, educating yourself is so important. And I think the last 30 days... I've learned that about myself. Um, my One of my mentors told me once a very important thing that stuck to me, and um, I implemented it. And now with this new guy on our team, like, here's the thing. I don't need this guy full-time right now. I don't actually have enough work for him to be a full-time employee in our office. But the way I look at it is not the next six months. I look at the next five years, what kind of value he will bring to our office. Mm-hmm. If I'm so focused on the next six months, how much I'm paying him, the the uh, the amount of I'm paying him, the and the amount I'm going to get back, I'm actually going to lose money, significant amounts of money in the next six months, maybe a year. But I'm not short sighted. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm focused on the long long term game plan, and I made him aware. I'm like this investment to your life, this investment to your career. I believe in you, and 
I do believe. But if you don't perform, you're out in six months. <laughs> well, of course, 100%. you, you got to be ruthless at the same time, 100%. right? No, because people are inherently lazy, man. It's either what? you want it or you don't, man. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be risk, a bit of a risk taker as well. You gotta, you gotta believe in people. You really, you really, truly have to believe in the person. <clears throat> Otherwise, you can't grow your organization if you don't trust your organization and, most importantly, believe in them. Let me hit up on one more point. We've done two or three of these in the last month, probably. And every single time that we take an hour, two hours, three hours aside where we sit down, we learn so freaking much from each other. The last time we sat down, I came up with a crazy marketing campaign with Bugra of what we wanted to do, a couple ideas that's going to be implemented the next year. I'm just going to blow this fucking town out of the water, man. You guys, when you guys see the shit that we have that we're going to do, for oh. marketing in Abbotsford, there's no way that yeah. there's no way that you will not know it or see it or hear about it. Your, it just will not be possible. Your ideas are just plain sick. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is, learning one way or the other, you can do stuff like this. I got a mastermind as well. I got on Tuesdays. I hang out with Jason. I hang out with a couple other buddies out of real estate that are entrepreneurs where we just sit down and we hang out and we talk about things that matter and we find ways to improve and we try to help each other out. So if reading's not your thing, if Audible's not your thing, go find mentors, go find people that are like you or people that are in a position where you want to be and take them out for coffee and for lunch. Provide you know, enough value and learn from and them. And you know, just to add to that before we end this, if you're going out with your buddies for drinks and beers and you're not getting anything out of it, like you're not feeling good about it at the end of it, ditch them. That was a good conversation. Ditch them, ditch them, ditch them. Find the right-minded people and go out with them. Go have a beer with them. And help. trust me on this, your life will change. The amount of value you will get from drinking that beer versus your old friends will change your fucking life. It's very life. simple. There's lifters and there's leaners. Brian Tracy talks about this. There's people that add to your life and there's people that don't. If you're going to be hanging around with people bullshitting about freaking how shitty work was and how nothing is fair and how the boss doesn't pay him enough, those are people are toxic, man. So you toxic. need to cut them out of your life. And we're talking about this as far as entrepreneurs. Um, we lose a lot of our friends because they stop growing and the gap becomes too big. And when you sit down and you hang out with them, they talk about things that don't matter, that don't propel you forward, that aren't positive, And you just can't vibe with that. You know, you're on a whole different vibration. So you end up gravitating to more people like business or entrepreneurs or whatever. They're just hustlers, go-getters, visionaries. And that's okay. You know what? To conclude this, we gotta set up a beer date. You know, <laughs> we gotta have some beer soon, man. We gotta talk more, bro, at the house. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thanks, podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll do another one hopefully in the next couple weeks. Hopefully, or next week. <laughs> hopefully, it's not. Gonna Usually, take that long. You, it's been almost like once a month, but let's get on it. And uh, thanks for listening. If you have any questions. Feel free, feel free to reach out at any time. All right, take care, guys. Have a good night.